Hello everyone and welcome to our Root Cause of Success podcast. This is our second episode and we are so excited to be here with you. I'm Marina Brooks, this is Kip Brooks, and today we're going to continue the conversation on the topic of intentions. So in the last episode we talked to you about how not to set intentions and where people fail with intentions and why most intentions don't end up seeing the light of day and actually manifesting in the result that most people intend for them to to create. So today we're actually going to talk about the solution side of it and how to actually set intentions and specifically how to set the most powerful intentions so that you know you're setting yourself up for success and that you will get the results and the outcome that you're looking for. Yes, the feedback we got was wanting, uh, from the first episode, was wanting uh, more clarity on how to get clear on intentions and the importance, more so the importance of clarity in your intentions. And uh, we'll dive into that uh, a little more uh, as we go through, but yeah, think of it as a, um, as a target, you know, the better you can see it, the better you can aim for it. Um, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, just hopefully it's not a train, it's actually the uh, enlightenment that you're seeking. Um, so let's start with just a quick recap. Why do we even care about setting intentions? Why is it important? Um, well, intentions are that thing with which you show up. It's like the first thing that happens. So when you walk into the room, any room, whether it's, uh, you know, the holidays and your family's having uh, the get together and you're, you're walking into that room, or maybe it's a boardroom, maybe it's a room with your friends that you haven't seen in a long time, any room that you enter, the intention with which you enter will be the result that you get. Um, and not just any room, but any activity that you approach, anything that you have on your mind with how it's going to turn out, that's how it's going to turn out. And a lot of it works on an unconscious level, which we touched on on the last episode. And we'll be talking about more throughout this podcast because that is the root cause of all success is really understanding how the unconscious part of it works. So essentially what you intend to get out of something is what you get out of something. And kind of carrying that, that theme of intentionality, when you become intentional with your intention, that is how you are much more likely to get the outcome that you want. So instead of stumbling through life, hoping to get the results that you, well, not even that you want, but just hoping to get good results and just hoping that, hey, something good will probably happen at some point, maybe, I don't know. Um, that's one way. Uh, another way is to be intentional and create goals and set your intentions in everything. It could be when you're preparing dinner to intend that it's going to be delicious, that it's going to be healthy, that it's going to be well received by the people that you are preparing dinner for, even if it is just you, that it's going to be digest properly, that it's going to feel good afterwards, all these things, it's all part of intention. It doesn't have to be this big thing that we just do once a year on January 1st. Yeah, one of the things they teach you in, uh, if you ever take a speed reading course, is they, uh, they tell you, you know, you can read the introduction, but at least read the front and back cover of the book. Get an idea and come up with a set of questions that you're going to enter the book with. And then like it programs your mind to actually seek out the answer. And I've noticed this in going to seminars all the time. Like we'd go in and we would, you know, there would be all these people in a room and so many of us have an amazing experience, but there would be a couple people there. It's like, oh, that, 
you know, I got nothing out of it. And I experienced that as well. And then I started talking to the people who had a better experience than I did and would talk to them before a seminar. And uh, they would tell me, you know, they go in asking, like, what am I looking to get out of this? What's the one takeaway I want to get out of this? And I started applying that and my results just skyrocketed. And then I started applying it to conversations I would have. It's like, what do I want this person to leave with? And what do I want to leave with this? Do I want to leave with a deeper connection or just leave them with something? And it completely transformed how I interact with people all the way around and, and the relationships I was building and how fast I could build rapport. Yeah, it's become such a powerful thing for me that like just having that thought, like an intention in ter in the form of thought, um, already gives me results. I remember I used to hate working out, and it's still not my favorite thing. But what I did is I changed my intention around it. It wasn't that I'm going to expect certain results after you know getting on the workout bike for five minutes. I changed my intention. My t my intention became that I'm going to get on that bike every single day for five minutes. And that was it. My intention was to be consistent and do it every day. You know, the results, all of that in terms of, you know, physical changes, maybe that'll come later. Maybe my intention will shift. But in the past, where I wouldn't set myself up for success is I would set that big goal of what I want to achieve physically, what I want to look like, you know, um, certain shape that I want to be in, um, even physically. And every time I'd get on the bike and then five minutes later, I'd get off the bike and look in the mirror and I wouldn't see those results yet. And I would be like, ah, it's, you know, so then the unconscious mind starts going, it's not working and you hate it and you don't like doing this. So you're not getting results. What's the point, right? You're not enjoying this. You're not getting results. You might as well stop. And that's how our unconscious mind sabotages our success. So I changed my intention. I just said, I'm just getting on that bike every single day. My unconscious mind doesn't have much to say about it. It's like, Okay, that's all we're doing. We're just getting on the bike every day for five minutes. All right, sure, let's do that. So, so that that was one thing. The other thing I thought was really cool: our first uh, episode of the podcast. We talked about how long do we want the, the episodes to be, and the number twenty just kept popping in my mind. And so when we sat down to record, and we did it all in one take, and I just quickly just held that intention, like it's going to be about twenty minutes, and that was it. We didn't try to make it fit into the 20 minutes. We didn't, you know, edit things and cut things out. Yeah, we it forgot to just, set the timer on the Yeah, the we didn't even know how so much time has passed because we, we just kind of went for it. And uh, when we finished recording and we hit the stop button and we saw what the end time was, and it was exactly 20 minutes and 6 seconds or something yeah. like that. 20 so minutes you, and 8 seconds. Yeah. So it's like the, the power of intention is there. It, it's... It's amazing just having the thought and just that, again, that intention. What are you aiming for? How do you want to show up and how do you want to take the next step? Um, so powerful and it produces results easily and quickly. So let's uh, talk first about why do most intentions fail? Yeah. So, um, uh, well, I was going to expound on that, but yeah, actually, uh, I have a, one of my favorite stories about intentions actually shows why one succeeds and why another one will fail. And it comes from one of the greatest powerhouses to ever um, be shown on TV, and that's Oprah Winfrey. And, um, you know, no one can deny Oprah's success in media, and, uh, you know, she's done a lot of amazing things for guests and um, audience members and um, done tons of charity work and just 
even in her retirement, has achieved levels that um, most people can only dream of. And one time, years ago, she'd already made more money than she could ever even hope to spend. Um, she had so much coming in that she could give everything away she had, and she would still not sacrifice lifestyle. And the reporter, whoever was interviewing her, asked her, he said, Oprah, why do you work? And she was being playful, and she said, why do I work or why do I work out? And he's like, well, why do you work? And I'm going to read the actual quote because it's very powerful. Um, she says, I work because it's my purpose. It's my vehicle for elevating the consciousness of the planet. It's my vehicle for transforming people's lives. It's what I do. It's why I'm here. It's my purpose for being. And that's a very powerful and clear intention. Now, uh, the reporter, after got that, you know, jotted it down. And he's like, well, okay, then why do you work out? She goes, I work out so I don't get a fat butt. And that's that shows, you know, no one can argue, you know, um, with whether you see eye to eye and everything Oprah does or not. It's like no one can argue with the level of success and transformation she's had in her um, in her career, in her life, in her brand. And also, you can't really argue the one area she's had trouble with is her weight and health. And many times she's announced she's going on a diet, she's going on a new workout routine, she's got this coach, she's got that fitness trainer, whatever. Uh, and a live-in chef, actually one of her former chefs, lives in our area and has an amazing French pastry mm -hmm. shop. Yeah. <laughs> Love that place. Uh, if you're ever in Charlotte, go check it out. Uh, Renaissance Patisserie. Um, but that shows why her intention for why she works is enough to make me get out of bed and go to work. Um, and it's not even my, I'm not even in her path, you know, I'm on my own, but it has so much emotion and power and clarity to it and purpose. Now her intention for working out is the complete opposite. It's moving away from what she doesn't want for one. And also it's not, there's not as much passion there. There's not as much drive. It's not a, um, it's not a purpose filled thing. You know, she even said purpose in her reason for working, but her reason for working out is just to move away from what she doesn't want. And that's sort of like bouncing on a trampoline. If you're bouncing up and down on a trampoline and your intention is to get away from the trampoline, you'll get away for a little bit. And as soon as you're away from it, gravity kicks in, it pulls you back down. And it's basically the same thing. If you're thinking about, if your intention is to move away from what you don't want, you're still focusing on what you don't want. And once you move away from it enough to where the pain is no longer there, the pain that created the desire to get away from it, well, once you get away and that pain doesn't hurt anymore, you're going to stop thinking about it. Um, you know, if you're standing too close to a campfire or something uh, and it's really hot, you don't keep moving away from it and moving away from it and moving away from it and then you're on the other side of the country. You just take a few steps away to where it's comfortable. And that's exactly what we do when we set our intentions or our goals with that intention of just getting away from the pain. Um, and once we turn it and we're able to direct it to moving towards what we want, and get really dialed in like Oprah did, then it creates, you know, Tony Robbins once said, um, someone had asked him, like, how do you stay motivated? He's like, I'm not motivated. He's like, my purpose is so big that it pulls me. And that's exactly what Oprah has with that statement and with her uh, life's work. Right. So most people, Oprah included, and more general 
speaking in terms of people, um, the reason why people fail with their intentions is because, as using that example, they're not specific, like Kip was saying. They're too big, um, and a lot of times there is misalignment between kind of like what we talked about on our last episode between the conscious and the unconscious mind. So the conscious mind is the part of you that says, I don't want to have a big butt, <laughs> you know, or I want to be in a certain shape or I want to reach a certain level of success financially or career wise or whatever. But then the unconscious mind holds all the actual programming. It's the part that goes out and gets the goal. It's the one that actually puts you in motion and it works in this very stealth mode because it's on the unconscious level, but it has 95% horsepower, <laughs> you know? So it's a 5% resist or 5% effort that you're putting in towards your intention with the 95% resistance if your unconscious mind is not aligned with the same intention that your conscious mind is setting. So those are the reasons why most people fail with their intentions, especially this time of year when they send them in the beginning of the year where they're all excited, it's a new year, new energy, everything is renewed, refreshed, I'm gonna start new and fresh. And then a couple weeks later, by the end of January, most of the uh, New Year's resolutions and intentions have never come to fruition and are completely given up on. So how do we set the most powerful intentions that will actually produce the results that people want and achieve success on the highest level? Well, it's um, going back to Oprah and even taking it another level um, is, you know, getting that clarity, um, getting very clear, getting very specific. Um, even, you know, in SMART goals, they teach to set measurable goals. Um, and that is one thing like when we talk about it's too big, I don't, it's, uh, that's a dangerous line. I don't tell anybody their goal is too big. However, the steps to get there is what we need. So if the goal is huge and it should be, it should be enough to where it like maybe even gives you a little anxiety feeling a little bit mixed with excitement. It's like, Ooh, that's, you know, it, it's already just the thought of it is pushing that comfort zone. Um, pushing you out of the cocoon so you can become the butterfly. But where we say too big is, you know, if it's that much of a growth, the unconscious mind can't link getting there easily. And the unconscious mind is all about path of least resistance, taking the easy way. So we need to create those um, baby steps along the way. And they need to be smaller in the beginning. It's about building momentum, just like um, Marina with our... Um, assault air bike that we have <laughs> anyone the better in shape you get the harder that thing actually is and um it's creating that okay i'm just going to go in for five minutes a day and build that consistency five minutes isn't a whole lot until you're on it or you're holding a plank or something like that but um the unconscious mind will go along with that because that's not too much out of its comfort zone so you come up with the idea you get clear on the vision you want what's your intention where are you going and then you come up with the baby steps along the way. And in the beginning, make them as small as you need to build that consistency. Because the consistency is the Trojan horse that will sneak in on the unconscious mind and get it to go along and play right along without throwing up any baggage as a defense. Um, if you go out and it's like, okay, I'm going to spend an hour on the air bike every single day, the unconscious mind is going, no way. Because about 30 seconds in, you realize how long that hour is going to feel like. And the unconscious mind is going to tear you down. Now, once you get that clarity, build um, build what we call uh, an internal representation, an IR. It's an internal picture, something that represents um, 
that idea, that goal, that intention to you. It can be a short little five-second movie, or it can be just a still image, like a piece of art that you would hang on the wall. Um, and to get really uh, attached to it, make sure it's for you. I kind of skipped that step. Uh, don't do it to impress someone else. Like, oh, I'm going to med school because that's what my parents want, even though I really want to be a mechanic. Um, I've actually met someone with that exact same story. And... Um, so make sure it's for you because Oprah's goal, it helps other people. There's ecology in it, but she's doing it because it's her purpose. Not because she wants to make mommy and daddy happy. Not because she wants to impress her neighbors, any of that stuff. She's in it to win it for her life's purpose. She believes that's between her and the creator and no one else. Um, get that kind of passion. The more dialed in you can get to that, the more easy it's going to be to overcome. Now, um, so... Um, step one is getting clear on what you want. Step two is getting really clear on why you want it. You know, again, is it for you? Three is to get it as specific as possible. Um, then step four, breaking it down into those action steps, those baby steps along the way to build that momentum. And once you have all that, create that IR and sit with it for a few months. Close your eyes, light some candles, play some music, whatever you've got to do. Um, and just bring it up and elicit anything you'll see, anything you'll hear when that's going on, celebration, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then experience the emotions as if you already have it. And sit with that for a few seconds, a few minutes. The longer you do, the more attached you're going to get your unconscious mind to, to be for this journey. And it's going to want it. Unconscious mind works very much like a toddler. And once you give it that image and then come out of it by opening your eyes and going back into the real world, the unconscious mind is going to want that back. It's going to want all that praise, all that glory, all that excitement, all those feel-good feelings. Just like taking a piece of candy away from a toddler or a toy. It's going to want it back and it's going to trigger it to go after it. Right. So what would your life look like if every action that you took in your life was intentional? Again, from something as small as walking into the room or starting a conversation with someone and having the intention of what outcome do you want? How do you want that person to feel when the conversation is finished? All the way up to the big things, you know, what kind of relationship you want to have in your life, what kind of success you want to have in your career, to your health and fitness, to the bigger goals. So like Kip was saying, it's not that we want you to set small intentions, like set them as, as big as Oprah, <laughs> you know, get the goosebumps, get super excited, and then set yourself up for success by setting up those action steps on how are you actually going to get there. Give yourself the stepping stones to cross the river instead of just sitting or standing across the riverbank and looking over on the other side and going, oh my God, how am I ever going to get there? So one little stepping stone at a time while holding the bigger vision. And with the bigger vision, like Kip was saying, make sure it's clear Make sure you know why you want it, that it is self-motivated, that it is something that's really important to you and personal to you, and and make it specific. Yeah, and that's what we mean by too big. Sometimes it's so big that we don't know the details. We don't even know where to begin. So get the details, get specific, create that picture in your mind, really in a repre representation, a model of what it looks like, feels like, sounds like, everybody that's involved, that full image. And then once you can hold that for a few moments in your mind, then like Kip was saying, step out of it and then your unconscious mind will do everything in its power 
the whole 95% to drive towards getting that back, getting that feeling back, getting everything you visualize to actually become a reality in your life. So that wraps up our uh, topic of intentions. So we talked today about how to set the most powerful intentions and the takeaway for today is um, creating that really powerful internal representation that includes the visual, the sounds, the feelings, especially the emotional feelings of your intentions, and then putting it out into the universe and, and taking action towards that by taking smaller steps, um, just like crossing the river. And doing the best you can with it, um, depending on what the intention is, the goal. Yeah, sometimes there's details you don't know. So you just do the best you can with it. Get as specific as possible, but don't use um, the lack of all the details, the specificity, specificity to keep you from putting in the work. Because sometimes along the path, the picture changes anyway, and the details will change. But just do the best you can to get some kind of statement and intention for yourself that is as powerful as what Oprah has to keep her going. And let's say it will start to pull you along the path to where you don't have to force yourself out of bed. You don't have to force yourself to get on the bike anymore. You don't have to force yourself to have a conversation with a stranger. Like it just starts to happen okay? and it will pull you along the way. So just set yourself up for success the best you can. Right. So thank you so much for being here, for listening to this episode, or if you're watching us on video, thank you for being here. Um, we are, again, Kip and Marina Brooks of Brooks Empowerment Academy. This is the Root Cause of Success podcast where we talk about all things to get to success right from the root. What does it take to plant the strongest roots possible so that you have the greatest success in every area of your life? So in our next episode, we're going to be talking about the difference between reacting and responding. Um, I love this topic. It's very powerful. Um, just that, I mean, to go along with intention, if you choose your intention, do you want to react or do you want to respond, uh, makes a huge difference in how you interact with other people and the world as a general. So, yes, it and it makes a huge difference on how they interact with you. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Because so, what you put out is what you get back. So again, thank you so much for being here with us today. And we look forward to our next episode and to hearing from all of you with comments, questions, any input that you have, um, or requests for any other topics that you would like us to cover on future episodes. Yeah, thank you guys for the feedback so far. Thank you for tuning in today. And we look forward to seeing you next time.